This is BB Radio, and I'm your host, Katherine Dean. On today's episode, I'm going to talk with you girls about staying motivated, okay? Um, this is something that I think is progressive, of course, in the essence of um, it's not necessarily one thing that you can do to just keep yourself motivated all the time, per se. It's kind of a... Um, how can I say this? It's something that you have to do repetitively, um, but the... Huh. I'm trying to put the <laughs> I'm trying to put it into the right wordplay. It's like this, okay? You can definitely put yourself on a motivation train, right? You can tell yourself great things, you know, affirmations and and get excited about something and have things mapped out and organized. But when it comes down to every day, for example, right? So every day there is a way you have to behave or a certain level of energy that you need to place into your lifestyle into your decisions in order for you to fully be whatever you're trying to be or fully do whatever you're trying to do like overall you get on the motivation train but while you're on the train you're going to need to do ritual based stuff to get you in the mood or to keep you in the mood i should say okay so we're going to talk about that. Um, you know, this is a real time um, podcast episode. And I say that because yesterday we were supposed to debut, um, but I didn't feel comfortable recording in the conference room because I didn't like the echo. Um, and so I wanted to wait until the studio was finished and everything. So then that way um, I'll be able to, you know, communicate with you girls in a format that's best. <laughs> so, yeah, here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, two girls, I want to tell you something that I did yesterday, which was very healing and very very um beautiful and awakening if you will and i'm trying to think of how to put this in a podcast but like an actual episode on it but i did something you know i'm on my journey of um self-healing if you will if you didn't know now you know um and this particular summer i have no children so this is my first summer of my life where i am able to pretty much do whatever i want to do get up whenever i want to get up go to bed whenever i want to go to bed which is different for me i've been a mother my whole life i feel like but um i haven't had a summer alone let's just say since i was 14. so um it's one of those things where this is my first time it's like 20 years yeah wow <laughs> i'm about to be 34 but like 20 years where i've never i've never been by myself you know like i haven't i've had kids i had my first child when i was like well i was i got pregnant when i was 15 i had them when i was 16. um but yeah and then ever since then you know i've had children um i've been in relationships i've uh, i've just never had my own time my own life i didn't do things on my own autonomy and and you know um i'm i'm very thankful though for this moment because i needed it um i know that i am ascending um there was a lot of things that i needed to get organized in my life like i changed my perspective on dating the type of men that i date i changed my perspective on other people and how i engage with people i changed my perspective on being a people pleaser and kissing people's asses um the things that i talk to you girls about because what this podcast truly is is my life experiences um, and then I, it's like, the, it, let me say this, it's the advice from my life experiences. It's like, I go through some stuff or like God in the universe have me heal from something. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to tell my girls, like, I'm trying to figure out girl, how am I only going to do weekend episodes? I think I'm gonna have to do bonus episodes throughout the week because I have to talk to you. Like I got a lot of stuff to talk to you girls about. I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna get it all done. Like girl, literally. We have all the episodes organized from now up until July. No, no, no. Actually, let me lose my paper. Up until, yeah, July 25th. 
okay literally and i'm like girl i'm gonna debut this shit in like a week two weeks you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i try to like i try to keep it contained because the girl has been on a journey girl i've been on a quest i'm on a quest okay i was on i was on one of them spiritual back in in egyptian israeli times quest okay with the turban on and a caftan girl with just a a stick in a bag with some goodies in there like that type of quest you know what i'm saying figuring out how to survive and do this and make campfires and shit girl whoo wee wow when i draw when i um when i i said i draw when i create my memoir whoo girl it's a lot to talk about it is a lot to talk about oh my goodness um nevertheless though um yes <laughs> but um yeah so this is my first time being by myself blah 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 right so i know that god is working on me i know that things are um getting organized and and listen girls let me just say a disclaimer okay because i don't want y'all to take this the wrong way if you don't believe in god or you don't believe in the universe whatever that's cool it this is just my wordplay you, you I'm, I'm respectful of all cultures all perspectives of life and whatever you are that's fine be that do that just exchange my word for something else you know what i'm saying or don't even pay attention to the word this is a safe place we can be our damn selves you know what i mean like i grew up with believing in god being spiritual um my religion i don't i don't mm, let's say i don't even know if y'all want to know this because you can say whatever you want to say i don't care i i, I okay um but I'm not religious per se. I'm spiritual. Um, I grew up Christian and then transitioned into being Catholic. And then my mother decided she wanted to be Muslim. And then um, I also, too, practice Buddhist um, principles. So the girl is spiritual. You understand? And I, and I say that because <clears throat> as you do a lot of research in life, girl, you're going to begin to question a lot of things. And religion is definitely one of those things. Now, do I believe that there's a higher entity that is governing us? Are there laws in place that are making shit happen? Ooh, excuse my language. <laughs> Spirits, you know my heart. I did not mean that. Okay. But, you know, there's definitely some things going on that is um, governing us all for sure. So, I believe in that, you know. And I, I push that ideology. But I don't, on my podcast, I would never try to push religion on you or push any spiritual concepts or anything. I'm just saying what I say and what I got going on. So, that's just a little disclaimer or whatever. But I know that um, God is working on me. And I know that, um, you know, this summer is really about me which I love, but honestly, it's been scary. Like it took me, it's taken me some time to get activated with what's going on, but you know, okay. You know, I'm, I'm willing to go through the, um, through, through the motions. Nevertheless, though, I had a moment, I was doing some self-development stuff and I had a moment where I apologized to myself. I apologized to me for putting myself in different situations and dealing with a lot of BS. I apologized to me for stressing myself out about things that were and maybe not were not in my control. I apologized to myself for um, the mental anguish that I have placed myself under um, because I have been very hard on myself. I think this comes from the way that I was raised. I think a lot of us girls are very hard on ourselves. There's a voice or voices that roam through your brain that kind of tell you that you're not good enough or they tell you you need to do better. They tell you that, oh, you should have been doing this. You should have spent your money this way. You should have did that. You know, as women, we are told a whole 
whole bunch of things that we should be doing and how we should be doing it from the way we dress, the way we talk, the way we carry ourselves. Even with the men we engage with, you know, they telling us, oh, you shouldn't do this. You should need to do this and all about. So you begin to wonder if you're even good enough. You know what I mean? Like you, you begin to wonder, like, is there even a place for me? Because it seems like the men got it locked down. You understand? Um, at the same time, um, that mindset is, is understandable, but it's also too sabotaging and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, yes, we are a masculine dominant environment. That's our society. But obviously we're needed. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so it's like we, we have to kind of pull ourselves out of this mindset and out of this consciousness and, and, and put ourselves in a higher perspective and essence of we are that bitch and we are needed, period. And at the same time, um, now as women, we're getting into a new revolution, if you will, where we want to be treated differently. We're not trying to be, oh, misindependent, like on some feminist stuff. But at the same time, we want to be respected. We want our bodies to be respected. And we want things to be a little bit more balanced because of the responsibility abilities that we take on like if we were back in mary poppins times where women stayed at home and dudes worked all day that's different but that's not the case these dudes are having sex with us and not taking care of their kids we playing daddies mamas grandmamas and everybody raising other people kids you know being mother nurturer like you know girls a lot going on you know what i'm saying like then still we still have to go to work we trying to build businesses it's a lot of moving parts and so the respect filter needs to be altered a bit you know what i'm saying the approach needs to be a tad bit different because um the game has changed, you know? So, yeah, I, I felt like for myself that I needed to apologize to me. Um, and it was interesting because when I did it, I felt so cleansed. I felt so connected with myself. And I felt secure in a way that I never felt before. And I knew in that moment that I would never put myself in a bad situation again. And I began to just change things, like in essence of like me working. I said, you know what? I'm working for me. You know, I'm working to take care of me. I, I always felt like I was working to take care of my kids or take care of this. Or I need to do this for this person or blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, I'm doing this for me. You know, like, or I need to relax for me. I need to get some sleep for me. Do you know I barely sleep? You know, I sleep like four hours a day, maybe less, you know, because I'm hustling. That's what I do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, well, that's what I've been doing. And, 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 and look, another thing I came to, all right, just a side piece. Um, I realized that I'm on my ex's energy. So, you know how I talked about in the soft girl era where, um, you know, there are certain behaviors that you need to do in order to kind of get in this energy space, etc. I started to wonder, why is my brain so consumed with, like, making stuff happen, making money, building an empire, blah, 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 blah. And, like, yes, I've always been ambitious. Yes, I want a, a girl empire. Yes, I want that. But the energy that I've been coming from, it doesn't represent um the true energy of who i am it really represents my ex right like my ex was a workaholic my time my ex-husband he was a workaholic this dude i barely even saw this dude this dude worked from six in the morning to like nine o'clock at night literally and um this was like every day and it was one of those things where Looking back on it, I'm like, that was weird as hell. And I think that he should have just stayed single if that's the lifestyle he want to have. Because some men, when you know, when you in grinding mode, and this is something that's a disclaimer for women. But if you meet a man who says things like he's trying to build himself, he's trying to work on himself, blah, 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 blah. That man is not going to be available. That man is not fully invested in a relationship. Like, 
men don't really know how to multitask and so if you catch a man in that phase let him be girl don't expect him to call consistently don't expect for him to be engaging with you because he's focused on something else you're like you know number two number three maybe number four on the list so you know you gotta pick up accordingly but it's one of those things where this is what he was on and i felt in order for me to be respected in my household because he wasn't really respectful like i ran his business so it was one of those things where i was like dude off gp you should be respecting me because if it wasn't for me you wouldn't be making no money at the same time um I felt like I needed to do something to be of substance, you know, like it was a girl that he used to like, they used to work at his shop or whatever. And he used to make these comments about how, you know, she was hustling and how she was getting money and blah, blah, blah. And you know, when you in your insecure phase of life, you know, a lot of women, we, we, we've been there or some of you might be there where, you know, a guy who is not your forever man. I'm just keeping it real because this is a sign right here when they start comparing you to other bitches. It's not your forever man. This is a toxic low grade dude or female you understand when somebody try to tell you like oh well look at them they're doing this and they're doing that listen if it, if somebody come at me like that today i'll tell you go be with that bitch you know what i'm saying you so you so inspired by her go go be with her go sip her tea go on now move around away from me you know because I, I i'm not trying to be her you don't even know her struggle you don't even know what she doing to get all of that you know what i'm saying she could be out here getting money and and selling her whole soul like you know you don't know um, but at the same time, that's what he used to say. He used to bring her up or whatever, and it made me feel insecure because I had my own shit going on. Mind you, though, when 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 him and I were together, and during this phase, girl, I was, I think during the, the beginning time, I was pregnant, girl. I had like a fifty percent chance of dying after I gave birth to my child. I also too like had to quit my business and things like that. So that's what kind of made us decide for me to run his business because at the time I couldn't run mine. Um, the man was a complete asshole. He was just terrible, you know? And um, I, I felt like I needed, once I had my baby, I felt like I needed to try to be this boss again so I could be respected in my house. Because at this point, he was paying all the bills. He was doing all this other stuff. And his attitude wasn't like he wanted to do it. He wasn't a provider or a masculine type. He, he would provide, but he wasn't a provider. Those are two different. Okay, and one day I'm going to talk to you girls about this. But I'm two different types of, of, of energy spaces, right? So, he would get money and he would take care of certain things. But he wasn't a provider. Like, he didn't make sure that, like, yes, the bills were paid. But we had savings. Um, make sure that we had, uh, you know, uh, viable cars. Girl, I remember one time. And I know this is a sad note. But I remember one time. We literally, we did not have a car or whatever, right? And this man would, we live in the suburbs. And so this man would take the train to go to work because he worked in the city. Mind you, I'm in the suburbs. There are no buses really out here. I, I, I'm trying to think of it now. Like, I don't even know if it was any buses. Girl, this man tells me, well, I don't really even need a car because I could just hop on the train and just go to work. Mind you, I got these kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, three of them are mine. But at the same time, I have your child over here, too. So you telling me what? Like, you want me to, like, walk to the store and, like, walk to go take the kids to the doctor or go wherever? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, the philosophy was crazy. And then it was like, okay, well, should I Uber this thing? You know, and then the expenses of Uber. So it was just a wild time for me. Um, but with that, and, and with that, that because that relationship was mentally anguishing, I think that's the reason why I got to do so much damn healing, to be honest with you, girl, because I was with that dude for 10 years, you know? So it's like, who he did a number on me. But it's one of those things where, um, 
oh lord um i pretty much i felt like i i adapted to or i took some of his energy with me you know and so i kind of been on this workhorse mode i felt like you know i need to overwork and do this and do that and 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 be on myself and blah 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 and so I'm pulling myself out of that space. I'm I'm getting in my soft girl era. You know, I told you girls a couple things I'm still working on, but <sighs> it's one of those things where girl apologizing to myself it definitely was was beneficial, and I suggest for you girls to do the same um, because uh, you may need to do that. You might need to hear that. You know, because honestly, you put yourself just like with that relationship, with that marriage. Girl, I really had to apologize to myself for that. Girl, you sit up here and stay with the damn psycho all this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew, girl, I knew from the beginning the relationship was not going to work out. I don't know what toxic past drama bullshit attracted me to stay there. Girl, no. You know what I'm saying? But I have to apologize to Kat for that. Because there's no reason in the world I should have subjected myself to that. For all them years. And then I subjected my kids to his crazy too. Girl. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. So yes. I apologize to myself. I feel real content. Um, I suggest you girls do the same. I'm going to do a podcast about this. But yes. That's, that's what's see. Um, <laughs> also too. Shout out to you girls. Okay look. Y'all some thirsty bitches, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Drink the tea. Sip it up. Okay? I'm so here for it. A couple things I got to address. Number one, girl, y'all know that um, Soft Girl Era episode? Bitch, the second it debuted, I, well, it debuted, right? In under 30 seconds, six people had already downloaded it. Now, listen, I love that for y'all. I love that for y'all. And, and it motivates me because I'm literally over here. We have episodes literally pre-planned from now up until July 24th. And I'm trying to figure out how exactly can I wait that long to debut them? Or like, I don't know, girl, I'm going to have to go back to seven days a week. Because I have so much tea I want to share. And I'm just so excited that you girls want the tea too. Now, also too, I'm going to give you a heads up, okay? So, just so you know, okay? Because mama got things to do, all right? We are now going to have sponsors <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> and I laugh and I say this because if you've been following me for a long time, if you've been rocking with the podcast for a long time, you know I have never been into sponsorship. And I think because, you you know, some podcasts you hear and they start that sponsor stuff, it's not even about, it, it's not even like for the demographics. You know what I'm saying? Like, Okay, for example, we have like 40 potential sponsors right now. I have to go through them all today with my team. But I've looked at them and a lot of them are like male-based stuff. And I'm thinking like, dude, you know damn well. I, unless it is something um, beneficial for the tribe. Okay, we're not going to advertise that over here. We're not going to get into like this whole male energy of like, like I, I love men. You know I do. I love me some men's. But at the same time, like, I'm not, I'm not going to sabotage my tribe with some bullshit. But I did see a couple of sponsors on the list that are female-based. They do have some dope podcasts. And, you know, like, I'll hit it and bring them on. So, yeah, you're going to start hearing sponsorship stuff or whatever because 
mama got things to do so just be cool also too shout out to all my girls who've been purchasing their courses what's good i'm actually gonna be doing a pop-up webinar so be sure to check your emails for that so then that way you are able to tap in i'm so excited because i want to talk to you a little bit more in depth um about the concept so especially when it comes down to being a confident woman um who we in this day and age, I'm going to be honest with you, you're going to have to be a confident woman. You're going to have to lead with a certain air about yourself and a certain, you know, a certain je ne sais quoi because it's it's a lot of personal opinions are being um, swirled around, as always, right? This is a, a, a human thing, you know, like people are always putting their opinions out there and and there's always different perspectives to to consider but i just think in this tone right now girl you have to be confident you have to live your best life and in the course you know because we've done confident courses before but this one's a little bit different because obviously i've elevated and um i feel as though of course the content is elevated but it's a different approach you know to be a confident woman to be able to do what you want to do and live life on your own terms ooh, that's different they hit different you know and then this time around we have a workbook as well um so we're kind of like you know you listen to the course and you can use the workbook as you're listening to the course as well or you listen to the course and then work on the workbook but this will pretty much just you know help you get solidified with a lot of things you know help you become um more content with yourself that's that's what i want you to be girls i want you to be living your best versions of life not living underneath somebody else's regime so if you have not gotten your course be sure to get that also to femininity 101 now look okay i used to be um a girl boy and what i mean is i mean i'm i was born a woman you know what i mean but like my behaviors uh-uh a dude all day you know and but when you physically see me, you wouldn't think that. You know, I'm, I look very feminine. But because of my trauma, I'm going to be honest with you, because of my trauma, because of different things, um, I became a little bit more masculine in the essence of the way that I perceive things and even sometimes my demeanor. Not necessarily the way I look, but my demeanor. You know, it, it just reads masculine. So um, it was something I had to work on. You know, I had to do a lot of research. Girl, I think I watched like 60 videos. No BS literally 60 plus videos i had to listen to endless podcasts do tons of research to be able to figure out how in the hell can i be soft <laughs> how can i do this because whoo i just it was a real mental reprogramming and so with all that research that i did i decided to create a course a, a more um advanced course because we kind of tapped into femininity as well before um but this one is revised this is new this is fresh and again it has a workbook to accompany that and we will do a webinar for that one as well so yeah be sure to um tap in girls and get your stuff and get your stuff together all right now let's get into the episode okay because we're that's what we're here for right yeah how do you stay motivated yeah okay so one thing that is very essential to understand in order for you to be able to live this life and move forward and things like that is you have to make yourself a damn priority, okay? The way you stay motivated, like the number one way to stay motivated is make yourself a priority. Care about yourself, love yourself enough to say, you know what, whatever I want, you know, my desires, my dreams, my ambitions are important. They're the most important thing to have ever crossed this earth. And by every means necessary, I'm going to get shit done to make me happy. Now, this is, in some cases, easier said than done. But I'm going to be real with you. It's a mental shift that's going to have to take place. You're going to have to start talking to 
yourself in a different way. In some essence, a little bit more aggressive. Not like mean. Of course, this is not a self-abuse time. This is really um, you changing the game time. Like even for myself on my journey, right? That I'm on of, of being alone and or whatever is happening. Being with myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm learning that like... I have to do some new shit. Like I'm doing some scary things. You know, like addressing some scary stuff. Like like even oh goodness girl, like wearing some of the clothes that I wear. Like, you know, I I love my black and I think it's it's in me, not on me. You know what I'm saying? Like my mother wore all black. She still wear all black. That's like her number one color. Um and it's still it is still is mine, but when it comes down to let's just say um you know, the way that I dress, I'm kind of being a little bit more risque. I decided to wear more tight-fitting clothes. You know, I'm gaining weight, which is, is, is my goal. I'm trying to get thicker than a snicker. Okay, um, only backlash of that whole project. Just a side note, um, my stomach is getting bigger, which I'm not too thrilled about. So, it's like, this is getting wild. I'm about to saran wrap this joint. But, nevertheless, though, you know, <laughs> that's what's going on right now. So, um, you know, I'm putting myself in this different environment this different situation or whatever um so then that way i can grow or even too right you know a couple months ago i had moved out or i had went out to arizona i didn't know if i was gonna live there permanently because you know i had lived there before and it was like mm -mm -mm. and then i have my businesses out there so i was like you know i still come out here you know often or whatever but i went out there for three months and that was cool i enjoyed it more so the last month six weeks that i was there um, but then I came back to Chicago. Baby, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I love my city. Don't get me wrong, but I'm going back to Arizona. Arizona is just hitting different, baby. I don't know if it's that sun. I don't know if it's the bouginess of Scottsdale. I don't know. But mama is going back. All right. I got to be with my people. At least my people temporarily. Because if you did not know, I love California. Okay. California is my haven. I also, too, love Miami. And then, of course, New York is my love. I just can't live in New York because of the rats. That's just not a vibe I'm trying to get into. Um, and in Miami, I love Miami as well. Miami is just, you know, depending upon where you go, you know, there are certain parts of Miami that um, offer you um, luxury, you know, uh, thongs on the beach, you know. And then there's other parts of Miami that remind you of um, a village of some sort. And I just can't, I can't get into that environment. Not with raising kids and everything. So I just feel like Arizona is is pretty cool for the moment um as i continue to build my empire and then i want to transition out to um cali because i want to be bffs with the kardashians you know what i'm saying like i love them girls so yeah i'm going to calabasas period um but that's that's like the move or whatever but um i'm putting myself in an uncomfortable situation like even being in arizona girl it's an uncomfortable situation for me you understand but i say I love you, Catherine, and I want the best for you. I want you to be happy, okay? So when I'm out here trying to secure different things and taking care of this and going about life in this way, you know, I, I have to stay motivated. 
You know, when I'm wearing something that I don't necessarily feel comfortable in, I have to stay motivated. And so what I do is I tell myself, hey, we're doing this to benefit you. Hey, we love you. Hey, do you remember you said you wanted to be an iconic bitch? Well, you need to put yourself in iconic situations and wear these iconic clothes. You understand? It's like when you are motivating, you know, yourself and you're trying to stay in that space, you have to have one singular focus and the focus should be you. You accomplishing your goals. And then also, too, what can help is to change your energy towards yourself and what you're trying to do. So sometimes we feel as though, let's just say we work, right? So a lot of people feel like this. So a lot of people feel when they go to work that work is a place where it's like, uh, it's a drag. Oh, I got to go to work. I got to, you know, um, um, deal with these clients. I got to deal with these people, blah, 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 blah. And that's a cool cool perspective to have, I guess, if it serves you. But at the end of the day, that is not reality. You're going to work to take care of your damn self. Like, you're going to work for your frappuccinos. You're going to work to be able to, like, lay in your bed at night and be comfortable and have a roof over your head. You're going to work so you can drive that damn car every damn day. Like, that's the reason why you're going to work for you, baby. Okay? You want to get your hair done? Um, Where's the money going to come from? You working. So, if you have this perspective that I am going to work to take care of myself. Like, yes, if you have kids, they're going to benefit too. But ultimately, you need to be going to work for your damn self. And I say this with kids and and i say this because you know cat has had some experience with her kids especially as they've gotten older and it's one of those things where i'm not going to say that, that when the kids get to teenage years they portray you but what i will say is that the, the water gets a little interesting around 14 15 16 them kids start acting a little different you understand what i'm saying and so <laughs> with that um you 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 will uh, begin to shift focus Let's just say, okay, so if you got a young baby, love on a young baby, but once your baby get his or her own autonomy, the game will change. They will not treat you the same. I mean, it doesn't have to be very negative. It's just, it won't be the same, okay? It's going to be a little diff, okay? So, that's just that, you know? And uh, <laughs> you, 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 you're going to have to shift your perspective. It's just like when some, you know, older women or whatever, I guess not older, but some people when they have kids that leave, they call them like empty nest. Like I'm an empty nester now, meaning like it's only me and myself, you know, I don't have any kids. And they're lost. They're trying to figure out what they're trying to do or what can they be doing. And the reason why they lost is because they focus all of their energy onto making sure that their kids' lives are in order. They dedicate their entire lives to their kids. And there's nothing wrong with that fully, you know. But at the same time, there is a sense of um, an issue that can arise strictly because you are devoted into something that may not be as invested in you as you may think. Like your kids like you, don't get it twisted. But they're not invested into you like that. They're investing into them damn selves, which they should be. They're investing into their friends and TikTok and what's going on with life and what I should be wearing, blah, 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 which is what they should be doing. And I think you, you know, as a parent should allow your child to explore that and not put pressures on them and expectations and also the craziness because, hell, they're trying to figure it out just like you. But their brains just aren't as developed, you know, so something to think about here. But 
yes baby you have to put yourself as the priority so when you're behind it's going to work every day you need to make sure that you are the reason why you're going to work or at least tell yourself these things to keep yourself motivated when you're feeling that drag say hey i'm going to work i'm making this money i'm engaging with these clients so then that way i can be happy and i can be content and i can be comfortable and my ass won't be homeless and i won't have <laughs> not have a car you know what i'm saying like that's the way you're gonna have to talk to self okay so then that way um you are truly able to um get out of this situation okay or get out of this mental situation i should say all right so um <laughs> another way to stay motivated is to condition yourself now everything you, all the tips i'm giving you you're gonna kind of get the undertone here it's all about you it's all about your mindset okay that's really what it is it's not necessarily physical but there's a little piece to this thing called conditioning right so you want to condition yourself now if you're the kind of girl who works well in a certain type of environment meaning that you do housework in, in a certain type of environment well or you um just do things period well in certain conditions put yourself in those conditions like for example if you're a black mom okay or if you grew up with a black mom or if you've seen tiktok and heard about black moms saturday mornings okay you're gonna wake up to the smell of pine salt and a little bleach and that's just what it is because we're cleaning and you're gonna hear our good old music our good old songs you're gonna hear us dancing and sashaying through the house because that is um that we've created an environment that we feel comfortable with and content with and this allows us to stay motivated to accomplish our goals at hand okay so the same with you if you have a paper that you need to do say you're in college or whatnot or say you hustling you got a business and you have something that you need to accomplish what you're gonna need to do is put yourself in the right mental state in order to accomplish it so that may mean, you know, getting yourself a nice little latte, um, sitting on the couch instead of sitting at the desk. I know some people may feel like, oh, you need to discipline yourself and sit here and do this and do that. Girl, do what floats your boat and stop allowing these people to control your life. You understand? If you feel comfortable working on the damn floor, work on the floor. Okay, get the work done. If you need to go sit in your car, girl, I sit in my car all the time. Okay, I, I sit in my car so much that I'm like, I hope people don't recognize my car and know that I'm a sitter in the car. You know, I try to like switch my environments up, but I'll sit in the car. I will have my music on, girl, have my seat reclined back. Sometimes I even go in the back seat and I'm just in there chilling, doors locked, enjoying myself because I know that this is the environment I need to create in order to keep me motivated. So, yes, this is, you know, a part of the conditioning is to put yourself in an environment that makes you feel amazing and that does, you know, in hindsight, motivate you. That way you are able to accomplish whatever is in front of you. Okay. Another thing that I would say is to have um, a regimen of refocus. So what this looks like is um, there are certain people, certain like, okay, it might be me. You might listen to my podcast and then all of a sudden you feel motivated to get shit done. Or you may um, meditate or you may drink something or eat something or you look at something particular and it just puts your brain back in perspective. You need to have some sort of, of regimen or of or um, list of things that you can do to be able to keep you in the state that you need to be in. Okay, so if you ever find yourself falling off the horse, then you might need to go back to this list and say, okay, what can I do from this list that's going to help me to refocus? Or you might need to do all of them. You know, so you might need to light your sage, drink your latte, you know, put on some good music, listen to cat podcasts, and then boom, you're on your own point. You know, um, whatever you need to do, um, you need to do it. 
Okay, whatever you think you need to do, you need to have it like pre-organized or pre-thought about what will get you into a better energy space. Because this is what's going to help you to stay focused as well. In the essence of like um, physical stuff. Because we're, overall, we're talking mental-based things. This is all of your thinking and your mental approach. At the same time, um, physical things have the tendency to affect you mentally. So, and when I, like for me, okay, um, I need my green tea latte, okay? My ice cream tea latte, two pumps of chai, two pumps of vanilla made with oat milk, period. When I drink that, I'm ready for the day. If I ain't got it, it's not a problem. It's just not the same day. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same day. So, that's what I know about myself. So, conditioning, I say, okay. In the morning, we go and get our latte. Or after I work out, I'll get my latte. Whatever I need to do to keep my mindset in the right place is, is, is you know, whatever physical actions I need to do to keep my mindset in the right place is what I do. You know? So, that's maybe, again, something that you need to incorporate into your lifestyle. Um, this life, let me just say in general, is all about you. Okay? Staying motivated, staying focused is all about you. Everything you do needs to be about you. This is a self-mission, ladies. Everything in life is a self-mission. I know we want to be kumbaya, mother nature, captain, save a hoe, and be there for everybody. But in hindsight, we can't, and that's not reality. What is reality is an um, environment that really represents... Um, you and your goals and your vision and what you're trying to do with yourself and with that um I, I feel like we have to remind ourselves in times when we feel low remind ourselves in times when we feel astray from our goals the real reason why we're even doing whatever we're doing and underlining it needs to be you okay because everybody is going to be okay trust and believe i say this to my clients all the time girl if if something happens to you tomorrow people will cry for a few weeks or a few months and people that were really close to you will cry for a few years but i can guarantee you they're going to get their shit together and move on everybody has to they got to go to work in a couple of days they're going to have to figure out how to raise their kids eat survive and move like you know it, like life has to continue and so i say that to say we have to focus in on ourselves what that looks like is you have to focus in on making sure you're good and that you're content and that you're happy and you're fulfilled because at the end of the day people will move on if in the unfortunate event that something happens to you and what that and in a bigger perspective what that looks like is <sighs> we are all here for a good time and not a long time make the best of your time okay period ah, i didn't even intend to make that rhyme but you know it is what it is okay i'm here for you girls i want you to live your life but you got to stay motivated and the only way you're gonna stay motivated is by motivating your damn self and, and using yourself as the motivator you understand condition yourself where you need be you know have your list prepared of the things that you need to physically do to get yourself mentally right back in the space um but, you know, definitely do that. And the last thing that I want to say pertaining to um, staying motivated before I get out of here, this is a little add-on piece. Do what the hell you want to do. Now, listen, this might be obvious, but, again, I'm going to go ahead and say it. When you're doing something that you truly do not want to do, when you are following suit with what other people want you to do, when you are trying to fit in what the Jones is and become something that is not, like, natural to you, number one, that shit shows. People can see it. People can sense it. People can smell that you're phony. Um, people also, too, they could feel the offness. 
I guess it's the same thing, right? But they can feel an offness about your vibe and about what you're presenting. Also, when you're presenting the work, right? Right? Like literally, like say for instance, you're working a job that you do not like. In your presentations, in your customer service, the people you're engaging with know that you do not want to be there. Okay, like we can tell. You ever been to a fast food spot? Okay, and Shorty at the at the cash register got an attitude. You know she don't want to be there. At the same time, didn't nobody tell you to apply for this job? And what that means is no one forced you in this situation. This was something you chose to do. And someone may say, oh, well, you know, I took the job that was hiring or I need a job. Girl, there's 10,000 other people hiring. You don't have to work here. You don't have to be in an environment you don't want to be in. You chose to be here. Okay? So for me, I'm the type... Hell, if you chose this, this is your decision, live in your shit and keep it moving. But don't blame me for you for whatever you decided to do or however you decided to move and operate. That's that's not, um, we're not doing that. And there's quite a few people in this world that want to blame others for their situation. But in reality, you have to take responsibility. So one way that you stay motivated is by doing shit you actually want to do. If you do not want that job, no, I'm not saying you need to get up and quit today unless that's what you feel motivated to do. But... Position yourself for another opportunity. Literally, go on Indeed, find you another opportunity, or go online, find you some guru that is telling you how to start a business, start your ass a business, and figure out something else to do. Go on to greener pastures. It does not make sense to make yourself miserable, have your energy off, and making other people miserable strictly because you're doing something you don't want to do. Okay, because let me tell you something, baby. Okay, I, I said it a little bit already, right? We we living in this thing by ourselves. You only got one life to live in this way. But on top of that, though, like, you're going to regret it eventually. We all do. We all, this is, brings me to the beginning of this episode when I apologize to myself. I have put Catherine in a variety of situations that I should have never put her in. Okay, strictly because I was doing things for other people. I wasn't living in my best version of life. I was living in somebody else's best version of life. And that's a problem because I began to regret it. Do I appreciate it? Yes. But do I regret it? Hell yeah. Some people may say, oh, you need to live life with no regrets. Bump that. I got some. I should have never did that one. You know, like it, it taught me tool, you know, in my toolkit. But as far as like, um... Uh, <laughs> would I do it again? Hell no. But I would suggest somebody else to do it? No. And so that's why I'm coming to you and saying, listen, baby, do things that you want to do. If it don't feel right, it's probably not right. So just do something else. If you don't want to do it, don't do it and keep it moving. Don't be, don't be apologetic about it. Be unapologetic, bitch. It's 2022. Live your best version of life. You understand? All right. That's all I got for today. <laughs> I love you girls deeply and dearly. I cannot wait to connect more. Be sure to check out BBRadioPodcast.com and follow me on Instagram at I'm Kat Dean. I'll talk to you girls soon. Ciao.